You're listening to the Sports Moment. February 16th, 2024. Part of the Sports Moments and Memories with Craig Olson podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe so you never miss a sports moment. Sponsored by Pemberton Law. And Lake Area Docks and Lifts. You know, Senior Night is always a special night for sports teams and the seniors that are on those teams. And it was even more special on Thursday night for the Underwood Rockets. Liz Luckin scored 38 points, and her 37th point of the game was her 2,000th of her career. So congratulations to Liz on reaching a milestone that isn't reached a lot in high school sports. And one of the best things about it for her was it came in a win. Underwood defeated Clinton Graceville Beardsley 78-52. to And I asked Liz if she was feeling it early on in that game. Right away, I started off with a few quick points. And it was, I don't know, it just, it just kind of felt like it was like, it was going nicely, so... And I know once a player starts getting into a groove, uh, teammates are looking for you. Were you sensing that? Were they looking for you even more last night? Yeah, at the end, I think I had like one or two left. And they. I think for about, I don't know how long it was, but I couldn't make one for a little bit. <laughs> and I just needed one more shot, but they kept giving it to me. So, Tell me about your uh, your style offensively because uh, when I see you play and I say the other night uh, you just attack the basket is that kind of the way you've played your whole life or when did you become ultra aggressive at just driving to the hoop? I would say it's kind of been like that my whole life. I really haven't ever like shot more than like shot threes more than laps like I've always looked to attack is my first option so how did uh, number 2000 happen? Where did you get that? Were you on the line or were you driving to the basket? How did that come about? I was driving. I, it was kind of a fast break, kind of not. I don't know. I just took it and got a layoff, layup off of it. Your defense as a team leads to a lot of offense. Is the first thought when you get a defensive rebound or a steal to look down the floor and see if that fast break opportunity is there? Yeah, that's exactly what we do. Like, that is one of our game plans we always go into every game with, like, to push the floor. And so when we get a rebound, usually we outlet and there's someone down there for a layup. You know, last year, Liz, you were at State as a junior. And I'm just wondering, now you and Ezra Baker are the senior leaders on this team. How much have you been focused on getting back to state since last year's experience? Yeah, it's definitely been a goal. I think all of us have, and it's, I mean, it's a reachable one, but we've always like this summer, we just, that's what we've worked for. And I think playing like Hancock both times this year was like, they were both great games and it gave us like a look and it like, let us know that like we can beat them. And yeah. And Liz's coach, Brian Hovland, has had the opportunity to coach a lot of great players, and I talked to Brian about this accomplishment. You know, definitely, you know, you think about those, especially like last night was senior night, so, you you know, both of our seniors, you know, and you're 
when the kids are talking about them before the game, you start thinking about everything that they've done for the program and, and Liz is no exception to that. I mean, with the stuff that she put together last night, you know, it wasn't ever in the plan. In fact, her and I had talked about, I usually don't have those conversations with kids about their, you know, I just, how important is it for you to get it at home? Nah, not really. You know, I want to, it's, she was all about the team because we had a game tonight with Breckenridge, you know, which we know is going to be a big one. And I didn't want to run her off the floor last night. And, um, it was coming pretty easy for her and, and it was uh, turned out that it worked out at home like we wanted it to. So, And her style of play, Brian, really uh, uh, lends to a pretty good offensive nights consistently because when you attack the basket like she does, uh, a couple of things good are going to happen. You're either going to get an easy uh, high percentage layup, which she does very well at, or you might get fouled and get to the line and have the free throw opportunity. I guess the only bad thing is you might uh, uh, be hit with a charging violation if the defense is in position. But that style of play has really served her well. Very much so. I mean, she had uh, she had four three-point plays last night, you know. So, I mean, that was part of that. Um, she just attacks so well. She does such a good job of body control and staying away from getting that charge called. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, it is a different style of play. There's no doubt about it, but, you know, to put up that many points, teams that can't stop it. Um, she does a very good job of getting to the hole. There's no doubt about it. Coach Hovland, it's going to be a very competitive section six, a tournament that will be starting here in just a couple of weeks. How much will last year's state tournament experience help your team in facing what they're going to see in the coming games? I think the big thing with last year, probably more than than just the successes, was the near not success. You know, I mean, when when we just about lost to New York Mills in that first round at, at Perham, um, this team knows that you can't overlook anybody. You got to bring your best every night. You know, and that's part of the the mantra all year is that as coming off that state tournament run, teams are going to have, you've got a bullseye on you and you have to bring it every night because your off night could be someone's best night and they, and they catch you and you're, and you don't want that to happen. So I, you know, I, that's the hope that we can, you know, they have that mentality and we keep that mentality because that's something you, you don't ever want to, I mean, you, you want to achieve your best. You want to be at your best. You don't want to under underachieve, and right now they haven't been doing that. So, head coach Brian Hovland of the Underwood Rockets. Let's look at the other scores from girls basketball last night, and what a game it was in Pelican Rapids. Two top ten ranked teams in Double A in Minnesota girls basketball. Perham and Pelican Rapids went at it, and you had Willow Thiel score thirty points for Perham, and Morgan Korf score thirty points for Pelican Rapids. And Perham wound up on top 57 to 52. Those two teams were 10 and 2 in Heart of Lakes Conference play, so they share the Heart of Lakes Conference championship. And what a win for Brandon Evansville. They knocked off Hancock 70 to 67 in overtime. That is the first loss of the season for the Hancock Owls in Little Eight Conference play. And just really sends a message, too, to the rest of the section that Brandon Evansville is going to be a team that you might not want to play in the tournament time. 
And what a great, uh, great win for the Chargers as Hancock now is 22-2. and Brandon Evansville improves to 17-6 and on the season. Well, the Monaga Braves have won 24 straight games. They lost their opener. Since then, they've won 24 in a row. They beat Wadena Deer Creek 46-30 last night. West Central area hosted Minnewaska area. The Lakers beat the Knights 64-53. It was Wheaton, Herman, Norcross over Rotsay 75-64. And Barnesville defeated New York Mills 69-54. Frazee over DGF 73-41. And Hillcrest won at Battle Lake 55-37. In boys basketball, the Henning boys uh, shot 45% from the field. They've had a, a pretty good run uh, shooting the basketball. And they are now 21-2 and 13-0 and in Park Region Conference play as they won at Verndale 78-49. Wadena Deer Creek scored 98. They beat Monaga 98-54. And Bertha Hewitt turned back New York Mills 54 to 51. And in boys hockey, Alexandria defeated Fergus Falls 6 to 2 in the final game of the regular season. The Otters learned today that they are going to be hosting a playoff game on Tuesday. They'll have the Wilmer Cardinals coming in for that game on a Tuesday night at 7 o'clock at the Community Arena in Fergus Falls. Well, Pemberton Law Firm is one of the sponsors of our podcast. We appreciate that, and we appreciate them. They have four locations around the area, one in Fergus Falls, one in Wadena, one in Detroit Lakes, and one in Alexandria. And, of course, they are available online at PemLaw.com. Pemberton Law carries a legacy of trustworthy and reputable legal representation dating back to 1883. Lake Area Docks and Lifts serves you from five different locations across Lakes Area, and they're excited about the early spring that seems to be coming quickly and for an extended summer of fun on the area lakes. That's Lake Area Docks and Lifts. The Minnesota Gopher men's basketball team had a 10-point lead on the second-ranked team in the country, the Purdue Boilermakers, last night. But the Boilermakers rallied back for an 84-76 win over the Gophers. Gophers are 15-9, 6-7 in the Big Ten. Boilermakers 23-2 and 12-2 in Big Ten play. Women's Big Ten action saw Caitlin Clark set the all-time scoring record in the NCAA for women with 3,569 points as she had 49 last night in Iowa's 106-89 victory over the Michigan Wolverines. And the Minnesota Timberwolves were victorious last night. How about their first quarter? They outscored Portland 44-14 in the first quarter and won the game 128-91. They lead Oklahoma City by a game and a half, Denver by three games, and the Wolves have won four in a row, and now they hit the All-Star break, and they will start a homestand, a seven-game homestand next Friday when they resume play. And David Ronovic was 10th overall in the individual pursuit race on Wednesday at the State Nordic Ski Meet, and David was All-State 
with that uh, great performance. And I had a chance to talk with David, asked him what it means to him to have the uh, Otter Nordic Ski Team boys team finish 14th in the state in their two days of competition and what it means for him to be an all-state skier. I am really, really proud of our team. I, I would have to say I'm quite disappointed with how the state meet went for, went for myself. I had some very poor tactical decisions and failed to prepare quite properly. So it wasn't quite where I was hoping to finish, but overall, quite a good season. When you talk about the tactical decisions that you made and the disappointment that you have, did that uh, come from maybe a change in strategy where you would, I mean, you were going for it. You were going for number one. Did you do some things that you normally wouldn't do in a race? Well, for first of all, as I, we were staying in a place where we're not used to racing at, and I, I failed to get enough up to eat beforehand. I thought it wasn't going to be any big issue, but really the bottom dropped out of me at the end of the qualifying race. And as for tactical decisions, I there was a very long downhill leading into the finish, and there was a massive draft effect coming out going down that hill. So I, my plan was to stay behind two of the guys that I was skiing with, and when at the bottom of the hill I was stuck behind them, and I got shot out into a slower finishing lane and ended up coming out 10th instead of in 8th or 7th. So it really messed, really messed me up there. And yet, you're still all state. You got that honor. You had the opportunity to compete at that level and and finish as one of the top skiers in the state. But it's also you're I mean, you're not done. Obviously, you're going to continue to ski in some outstanding competitions and against some outstanding skiers here moving forward. So, uh, do you take it as a kind of a learning uh, experience for you as you move forward? Oh, completely. Can't you can't win all the time. And you got to learn how to deal with and improve off of your mistakes. I shouldn't make the same mistakes that I made this time, and hopefully, I'll keep improving throughout throughout my career. So, what is next for you, David? Do you know what uh, is planned? Or are you going to kind of take a break and see what develops, or do you move right on? Well, my season isn't quite over. I still have the American Berkebiner coming up now and in a month's time i'm going to lake placid new york to race for the midwest now so that will be the last two races or the last two weekends of racing for this year but post post this season i'm going to be applying for several club team positions and hopefully i'll be my first choice would be team berkebiner which is based in minneapolis and is a part of the Lopit foundation one of the larger ski clubs in, in Minneapolis. And hopefully I would be skiing more on the national level through them. Jaden Miller and Tommy Erickson completed the team competition on uh, Thursday for the Outer Nordic Ski Team in the sprint relay. And they held that 14th place position for the team that the Pursuit Racers had established in the first day of the state tournament on Wednesday. Well, it was a busy Thursday night in sports, no doubt about it, and we're headed into a busy weekend and a lot of playoff action continuing next week and the following week as all of the winter sports teams are gearing up. The wrestlers are into tournaments. 
the hockey players are into tournaments, the Nordic Ski Team. Next week, we get the, the swimmers going in their section tournament, and the gymnastics uh, teams are, are going at it this weekend as well in section play, and then basketball right on the heels. So lots of things to cover. Hope you'll continue to visit us on our Sports Moments and Memories podcast with Craig Olson. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to the Sports Moment with Craig Olson. Sponsored by Pemberton Law and Lake Area Docks and Lifts. Produced by Sunroom Lab. Music by Blue Red Roses. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And thanks for listening.